Welcome to Stuff to Blow Your Mind, a production of iHeartRadio. Hi, my name is Robert Lamb, and this is The Monster Fact, a short-form series from Stuff to Blow Your Mind focusing in on mythical creatures, ideas, and monsters in time. Among the First Nations Nascapi people of what is now Labrador, an old tale resonated into modern times. It was a monstrous giant by the name of Katshet Oshku. In his most notorious act of rage, the monster trampled a man and woman to death with his strange round feet. He cast the woman's unborn child aside with his long nose, but the couple's daughter raised the child into a mighty warrior. His name was Dejakabish. Dejakabish hunted the monster. He tracked his strange round footprints across the wilderness. He fought the bears sent to kill him by the cowardly Katschet. Finally, he confronted his parents' killer and pelted him with arrows. In defeat, the monster said, Kill me, cut me into pieces, eat my head, but keep my ears for your bed. Dejakabish and his sister did just this. Some of the discarded pieces of the monster's body became birds and other animals. The ears were saved for Dejakabish's bed, and the head of the monster, well, it emerged from the cooking pot and tried to follow our hero, but he heard its chattering teeth and shot it with an arrow. This tale is related by Mary Chandler Edmonston in a 1953 paper published in the Journal of the Illinois State Archaeological Society contains several elements found in other folk tales, such as a flying head and the fragments of a monster's body becoming different animals. But perhaps you noticed three other attributes of the monster Katshet Oshku. His round feet, his long nose, his ears like blankets. Edmonston's paper was titled The Mammoth and the Mastodon in the Folklore of the Indians of North America, serving as a kind of meta-analysis of the time concerning different tales and traditions among the native peoples of North America that could be interpreted as describing mastodons and mammoths. These North American relatives of elephants vanished during the late Pleistocene era, most likely due to a combination of climate change and human hunting. Is it possible that memories of human interactions with these creatures survived in the oral tradition? Edmonston and others have made the case that it is possible. The stories, she writes, would have survived because they were simply good stories, while some of the elements would have evolved over time, influenced by other tales and encounters with living animal species such as bears. Of course, we can never count out the importance of human creativity in such traditions, but perhaps the more outlandish physical attributes of the mammoths and mastodons of old survived as unique counterintuitive elements. Scholars such as uh, Adrian Mayer, author of 2013's Fossil Legends of the First Americans, have also considered the role of skeletal and fossil remnants in the generation of these stories. Now, there is one interesting aspect of the Katshet myth, and possibly other linked traditions. The monster, we are told, eats humans. Elephants are famously herbivores, and we have reason to believe mastodons and mammoths were as well. But as we've discussed on Stuff to Blow Your Mind in the past, herbivorous animals, such as cows, have been observed to eat meat on occasion. And, as Edmondson pointed out 
At least one account of an elephant killing and eating a human being was in the books, a 1945 case at the Zurich Zoo. Furthermore, in 2011, a rogue elephant was found to have human flesh in its stomach after killing 17 people in India. In the latter case, however, the animal was allegedly under duress following the killing of its calf, and the former case involved a mid-20th century zoo environment. Still, Edmondson argues that under just the right circumstances, it was conceivably possible for a mastodon or mammoth to have consumed human flesh at some point. A single incident, after all, could have been enough to enter the cycle of storytelling. But there's another wrinkle in our tale of man-eating elephants. As reported by Brian Switek for Wired in 2012, during the 18th century, the specialized molars of the mastodon caused a certain amount of confusion. We know now that the pointed cones on these teeth were specially adapted for eating woody material. But at the time, some thought these teeth found amid mastodon bones were those of some unknown carnivore. British anatomist William Hunter, on the other hand, went as far as to suggest that the mastodon itself, dubbed American incognitum, was in fact a ravenous carnivore. Among his detractors, Benjamin Franklin, who advised that these molars, quote, might be as useful to grind the small branches of trees as to chaw flesh. Tune into additional editions of The Monster Fact each week in September and October. As always, you can email us at contact at stufftoblowyourmind.com. Stuff to Blow Your Mind is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.